Hello, and welcome back to an actual play podcast of Demonology, an upcoming tabletop role-playing game. The game is a work in progress, so rules may change, but the stories will remain. It has been an hour since we last played, but you're hearing this in the future. Ooh. Oh now, it's definitely not how the future works. <laughs> anyway, we're going back to Bristol, so let's introduce ourselves again. I am Alex. I use he/they pronouns, and I'm going to be mediuming today's session. I am Siobhan, and I am playing Tanazat, and I use he/him pronouns. I'm Fion. I use he/him pronouns, and I am playing Sir Rumpet Umpet. Hi, I'm Mo. my pronouns are they, them, and I'm playing a reformed rogue named Eli Sawthorn. I'm Josh, I use he, him pronouns, and I'm playing Pyotr Benedictus Kershimov. And I'm Felix, I use they, them pronouns, and I play Dr. Jude Chatillon. Last time, I seem to remember everyone met each other, which was fantastic, and those who had met each other before reconnected, and those who had never met before uh, were terrified of each other. Um, mm, and Rumpet Show just <laughs> took us off. Rumpus showed us, took us off. <laughs> did. Rumpus then proceeded to threaten to make all of Bristol horny. Um, he failed at luck- that. Yeah, luckily that failed, and instead the role was a success. Uh, <laughs> um, Very technically, that spell, both of those are a success. A success of different mm. cards. Mm, depends on the scenario. <laughs> all scenarios are succeeded by making five miles worth of people horny. <laughs> <laughs> I think either either way, the people like us more. Yeah, well, that's what I was it's thinking. True. At least they don't hate us. It depends us. on the group because I was I was thinking about how, like, what the possibilities were of re-traumatizing the Sunday school children, but in a different way. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> children, oh, flee, flee! <laughs> <laughs> Cover your eyes. The great cloud comes. Oh, actually. Uh, Peter might have been able to ward the church against the horny spell. It's true. It's true. <laughs> so Peter then uh, went off to the cathedral to make a, a a sermon that started to convince the people to rampage through the city and kill everyone. Uh, it didn't quite go that far, but some people were convinced to uh, <laughs> um, uh, take up arms. Meanwhile, Eli uh, grabbed someone from the crowd who looked as if they might be willing to give some information. Um, and on the other side of the town, at the constabulary, um, Tanazat and Jude um, found the directions of the morgue, which Jude is currently a bit ahead to get to, which I think is a perfect place to uh, pick up from. Um, I have a question. Go ahead. What time is it? Uh, we are at about... Um, it's... Very little after uh, last time. I think it's about 4pm. Thank you. So, Jude, you arrive at the door of the uh, morgue, which is also a medical practice. Oh. Um, and uh, the, the, the door is, uh, you know, it's got a sign that says open, and you're welcome to enter. I do. Uh, from the other room... Uh, you, you, you hear a gentleman um, shout back uh, as a little bell chimes on the door um, and says, Yes, I'll be through in a moment. I patiently wait. 
a gentleman comes around the corner. He's um, around around fifty years old, starting to uh, his hair starting to silver. Um, he's got a straight back uh, and seems to be um, uh, serious, but prepared to be friendly if need be. Um, he's got a, a, a slight smile across his face as he sniffs the air. You you are similarly feeling um, just sort of like a sense of ease and calm that wafts through the air. Uh, and you might do for the next hour or so. The, the gentleman says, I'm Dr. Dog Morton. Uh, how can I be of assistance today? Bonjour. I am Dr. Chatiment. Another doctor. Oui. I am uh, here on, uh, uh, on business to do with uh, a man uh, that uh, might have experienced some high temperatures on top of a place of worship. Professional interest in the case? Very much so. Hmm. Would you like to um, uh, put this gentleman at ease in some way? Uh, he's, he's already feeling quite, uh, uh, quite chilled out and having a happy day. Um, so you, you can you can get an extra dice for it, oh. um, but I'd like to see potentially. Um, would you like to impress him with sort of uh, uh, medical credentials and knowledge, or uh, go in with um, just convincing him that you're an all-round good sort? Um, well, you can let me know what you would like to me to do because in the past I had gained medical trust with someone by providing them with a recipe for a tranquilizer? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, if that's the way you want to go about it. Um, yeah, why not? Go uh, for um, a, a medicine role. So what's your intelligence? My intelligence is three. I am skilled in medicine. Would you like for me I to know. add any knowledge? You've, you've got the extra dice from there being a gentle, pleasing uh, pheromone in the air. Um, courtesy of Rump, Sir Rumpetumpet. I almost missed out the sir. Would you like me? Um, how many would you like me to roll? All five. The maximum number of dice, please. Watch this not be successful. That would be so funny. <laughs> I've seen many. Impossible. <laughs> all Woo! of this, like so many successes. Um, so, um, uh, yeah. How was, how is it I that you say, impress your um, medical credentials? I have travelled uh, to many places. In this dreary and very boring country. However, there are pockets of uh, interest and uh, medical expertise. On one such business venture, I have come across this recipe, fantastic for anesthetizing the. Well, that would not be a word actually at the time, perhaps. Um, for subduing a patient who is um, too alert and uncooperative. And I provide him with um, a written list of ingredients and uh, how to prepare them. He um he studies the papers, and uh, says, "Hmm. Yes, this is this is incredible work. Yes. Really? Now I'm. Uh, my practice is very small. I only tend uh, to. Well, they decided that a morgue would not be best in the." Central parts of town, so I tend to whoever around this this area might need me. Um, but I, I shall I shall make this and, and test it out myself. You you have my thanks. Um, you, you'll forgive me for asking, but you wish 
to investigate the body. Why? Um, to identify whether there might be any underlying causes to the situation that the uh, sir had found himself. I have not met many people who take the uh, a medical understanding of spontaneous combustion seriously, but um, I hate to be the bearer of bad news. The 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 corpse is gone. So I have been informed. However, is there any possibility of uh, examining uh, the place that he he was held at, and perhaps? Had you had the chance to look at the body before it went missing, to share any of your observations? I uh, had a look over it. What, um, yes, yes, uh, come, come with me. Uh, and he takes you, he takes you through a back room, which appears to be his examination office, um, and down some stairs. Uh, the building is right next door to a church and it appears that the um uh the stairs lead down to the basement of the church um and as he opens the door to the cellar um which is his morgue uh you get a a a, a faint cold breeze um uh, in the room uh and he shows you um a slab and says well that's where the body was. I had been working on it, and I uh, I left it out overnight to come back in the morning, and it was gone. Now, when I investigated the body, I... I noticed... Well, this is the most curious thing. Uh, it was completely unharmed by the flyer. Fire, sorry, not flyer. That's silly. Most curious... The only other thing is, now I would have expected quite severe breakages um, from the fall, but there was only the uh, slightest wound. Whereabouts was this wound? Uh, Just on the outer arm. Which arm? The right. Interesting. The other thing is the gentleman had a, a curious tattoo. Go on. Uh, this was on the other arm, up his left. It started in his palm and curved around all the way up his arm and stopped in the temples. A blue pattern. Did you perhaps make a note of uh, the pattern? I would have in the morning, I'm afraid. But uh, I remember it quite vividly, um, and he, he draws you down um, to what I described. Uh, <laughs> um, Very good. Is there I anything else I can help you with? Um, yes, I would like a copy of the notes, if that is fine, or for him to allow me to make a copy. Yeah, and he nods and. Uh, collects them. I would like to do two things. I could maybe do a perception or an insight check on where the body was to see if anything seems amiss. 
Whereas yeah, that... Jude does not have any magical knowledge apart from vitalism. Um, the only thing I can check for is I have a tiny object, a round stone, with which I can discern whether there is any fey magic. So I would like to do that, which I have Lovely. obtained um, in a different campaign. Uh, so first up, would you like to roll a perception test? Yes. Do, do Would you have any recommendations? Do I combine any mm. knowledges here, or mm. do I just do a general one? What knowledges have you got? Um, oh, surgery, herbalism... Physiology, midwifery, hunting, romantic languages, church law, vitalism, alchemy, psychology, and plague study. <laughs> um, I feel like in the smattering of medical knowledges in there, there's something that will help you, considering that this is a morgue. Um, uh, most likely, sort of surgery will give you an understanding of how morgues should look, the sort of tools that would leave impressions, and what would be alien to the space. So. Um, uh, I feel like that is another... Uh, do you have perception? I do. That's another five dice, then. <laughs> and uh, I'm hoping that with the arrival of... Um, that I don't know about yet. Hmm. Um, that uh, she may do a, a, a demonology of the arcane check. Or whatever. Let me roll this. Jude's just an intellectual powerhouse, really. Really, yeah, and that's all. That's four successes. Ridiculous. <laughs> um, so you see, um, uh, you see two different recent types of burn mark. You see one on um, one, pretty much covering the length of the slab, in the gentle impression of a person, but uh, and the the burn marks continue on the floor, very faintly, leading to um, what appears to be a chimney for a furnace. Um, and if Doc Morton is um, prompted, it is the uh, um, sort of like where he in incinerates uh, whatever he may need to incinerate. I don't know what doctors in 1600s incinerated, but I imagine they might incinerate some things. Am I allowed to go in? Yeah, you can you can you can have a little a little poke. Um, if I go in, do I notice anything that seems immediately amiss? Um, so you look up. Um, so firstly, you look at the, uh, the the door, and it's a heavy metal door. Um, and at the same time, you hear a sort of like a gentle jingling upstairs as Dog Morton excuses himself. Um, and as you uh, you pull open the door. You look up into the chimney, um, and you see a face staring back at you. Uh, upstairs, um, Dog Morton comes to the door uh, and opens it up uh, to, uh, or you know, you probably would have already come through if the bell was going. Uh, Dog Morton comes to meet you and uh, Jenny Morton and says, oh, "Um, hello, Constable. Is there anything I can help you with?" And she gestures towards uh, towards you, Tanazat, and says. I have someone here who's asking some very interesting questions. And Dog Morton sort of like uh, scrunches his face a little bit and says, I've had someone very similar asking some very similarly interesting questions. And they both turn to Tanazat. What can I say? It is a very interesting day. 
Um, Dog Morton asks, um, what is it that I can help you with? The person who is already here is investigating downstairs in the morgue. I anticipate that you will have similar questions. Exactly the same. Might I see where you keep the bodies? Please, come with me. The face that Jude sees um, is almost cartoonishly devilish. Horns, um, red skin, like, like seeping wide grin. Um, and it reaches out a hand in a crack of a second to grab you. Um, but you got four successes on your last test. So uh, what's your reaction to this before it can even reach out? What does the party advise? Do I respond with violence or do I try to trap it? Try to why, are you ask, why are you asking me whether or not you should respond with violence? Chop its hand <laughs> off with your big cleaver. Violence? <laughs> I would advise try to trap it, and if not, try to get part of its body off. Hand! <laughs> I have a question for the medium. That's me. Uh, if I respond with violence, can I cut the head off? <laughs> Uh, if you want to make a test to respond and chop its head off before it can um, uh, get even vaguely close to you, then please be my guest. Do I want to? I will leave it. I will leave the vote with the party. If you get his head, bring it to me. I can make the head talk. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got that thaumaturgy? <laughs> yes, I do. I thought, yeah. Oh. <laughs> When I played a thaumaturge, I did exactly the same thing immediately. <laughs> <laughs> Let me just look through my stuff for a second. Jude is consulting whether to chop or not. I I vote chop. Is that even a question? <laughs> How often do you get I think maybe because with an option? See, now that I'm playing, de- <laughs> now I want to play devil's advocate because I'm a white man. So. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't chop its head off. Maybe okay. use some of your famous patience. I mean, it looks like a devil. I think we can safely assume that it's probably not good. I would like to chop its head off because I was just talking about how Jude keeps reacting in a very uh, uh, uniform way, and I would like to experiment Please with different. Roll a weaponry test. I'm. Uh, this is going to. I'm going to just fate it if it doesn't work. I don't care. I want this to happen. <laughs> double ones, double misses. Oh no! God, so so Jude is, impl- is employing a fate point. A fate point. Um, uh, how many? How many do you have of those, Jude? Uh, four. Four. So um, uh, characters have fate points that last for the entire scenario. So the entire mystery, um, you can employ them to re-roll a dice or get an immediate success before rolling. Um, so re-roll that away. No. No. Oh God! Failures. So, um, you like whip your cleaver into the space, um, but the the creature catches you, its hand uh, getting a wrist, um, and you feel just this burning, withering sensation on your skin. Marvelous. Uh, and you take uh, one damage and a minor injury. That's all right. Is there a doctor in the house? <laughs> Many. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty percent of the people in this building are doctors. It's an unusual amount for the seventeenth century, really. <laughs> That's a pretty good statistic. Tanazar, you come downstairs 
um, to see Jude half in an incinerator. <laughs> and a-grabbed. A-grabbed. You do not see the a-grabbing. Monsieur Chatimont, what is going on here? Hurry up and help me! Aye. Tanazat moves quickly towards the incinerator. The uh, the demonic hand coming into view. Well, this is something of a pickle. The demonic hand um, yanks Jude further into the incinerator. Well, oh Tanazat is going to take out her sword, her Takoba, and try to run it through the creature's face. Awkwardly reaching into this um, uh, space is going to be challenging, I think. Mm. Um, considering a person is blocking the doorway and um, it is a tight, confined space as it is, I think this is going to require two successes. Well, that's me absolutely buggered. Throw it. <laughs> Throw it. Throw it, you coward. Actually, before I roll this, because fate points if used before a roll, make the action happen. We're throwing out these fate points real early, guys. <laughs> oh no, it's stressful. Jude has Jude has a whole bunch. What if we need this? <laughs> this is correct. I'm going to use a fate point to enact this stabbing of the creature in the face. Ah, uh, Chavon, a fate point gives you an automatic success. But you require two successes. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. <gasps> so I'm going to uh. need to see that other dice. No. Nope. Oh! Uh, two failures. So, um, so you gra- you get yourself with your sword into the tight confined space, and you stop the creature from uh, pulling Jude further. But you don't quite reach your sword um, uh, up further. So you and Jude are both sort of like trapped in this doorway. This this devilish face staring down at you. Um, uh, the, the 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 chimney itself is 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 dark. Only a faint light um, uh, shafting down the um, shaft. Hole. shaft. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Constable, uh, if you would be so kind as to grab my companion's legs and pull. Um, you 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 swiftly both feel um, a, a hand on your ankles each. Um, that tries to yank. Um, can one of you make a brawn test to see if you can your uh, fitness yank is, yourself free? Your fitness is higher than my fitness. This is untrue. Oh, no. It is, untrue. yes. Oh, this is not going to work. I oh. think we know what happens. Oh! oh. oh. <laughs> Finally. So, when there is a six and no other success, this is called a devil's bargain. And a devil's bargain means that you have to roll on a table of horrible things to make it a success. Now, firstly, I'm going to tell you that this creature, what's better than being away from it? Because currently it has you both in quite a nasty position. And uh, uh, like, I don't know, you're in, a, you're in a furnace. There's been a lot of fire going on here. I, I can't stress to you how much it would be good to be out of this place. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to also pipe up and say, aha. How bad could it be? How bad I'm just it saying, be? it's the first How session. How bad could the devil face be? Oh no, I was, I was really? going to take it anyway. This convincing right. is... <laughs> <laughs> I love doing it anyway. I love doing it. I love saying, hey, take the deal. So I'll need to give her all 2d6, please. 
So the first dice determines the severity, which is three, and the second determines the specific. And I will not tell you what you have rolled. Just making a note of that. Um, out of the chimney, you both yank. Uh, Jenny Morton pulling the both of you directly onto the floor um, out of this 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 um, metal shaft. Um, Jude, you feel the hand loosen. Um, and then as you plot to the floor, immediately the door of the incinerator slams shut. And you just hear a blaze of heat. Wilcox, at this moment, uh, after having fully seen the creature... Can I take this encounter with the creature as a clue? You know what? Something in a chimney in a morgue. I I would be surprised if it weren't a clue. <laughs> I'm going to put uh, creature in the morgue chimney. Clue. So um, uh, just to just to just to provide a bit of light on that, um, as Tanazat is a royal investigator, royal investigators take clues at any point they have, so that they can later redeem them for powerful effects called epiphanies and uh what were you saying uh felix as i have uh athletics is it reasonable to think that i could climb on top of this building and look down in the chimney yeah absolutely Um, so do you want to dash on out and try and get there before anything changes i might try with go for it we'll find out if not I accept that I limp on the floor. <laughs> Flailing weakly. What the? There we go. Woo! Brilliant. Woo! So you... Uh, so everyone sees Jude just dash out of the room. Um, uh, before anyone can respond, um, Jude is just gone. Uh, you, you're outside in an instance and just climbing up the roof and able to sort of... Um, uh, uh, gently uh, press your feet onto the tiles in the right way so that none of them slide over and find your way on the other side of the roof looking down into the chimney. You see a flame billowing down below, uh, but nothing in there uh, apart from that. I've, I've been enjoying watching Fionn's eyes during this of just pure, wide open, of just like, what is this? Fionn thinks he knows what this is, and Fionn is concerned. <laughs> I'm just, just going add to Fionn. stay there for a little bit while you do yeah. some poking around there, and then you might come outside and ask me questions. I don't think we should listen to Fionn in the future, because his suggestion of how bad could it be would have just led to both of you being incinerated. <laughs> Potentially, but also what you're going to do. <laughs> what are you going to do? There's only um, so many of us. You have to listen to me eventually. <laughs> uh, so um... On the other side of town, um, where where was where was Sir Rumpadumput going? Um, well, he hadn't moved yet. As you recall, we left as an eagle was flying down to um, to <laughs> greet him as he waggled his arms in the air. An eagle uh, or a small bird? I don't bird. remember it being an eagle. <laughs> Perhaps it was a thrush. Um, <laughs> in the manner of an eagle, though. <laughs> but in the moment, real, it could have been an eagle. Swooping. That was sort of like the majesty of the scene. <laughs> Um, <laughs> so a bird came down and settled on him and he said, you're right. And they had a little chat, presumably about the bird's day. It's worth noting that Rumput does speak some bird languages, including thrush and song. Bird. Incredible. Do, uh, so, uh, like, I just got to ask, you don't have civil law, do you? <laughs> no, not yet, but I will. Um, no, bird law. It's <laughs> bird important law, to obviously. work on <laughs> 
it's important to work in that he is a bird lawyer of bird matters. Um, and so he eventually, he has, I mean, he's never going to get more than one intelligence. Like, that's just not going to happen for him. So, like, you know, we can build it up. Um, no, Rumpert didn't really have a plan. Like, he, rem- he remembers someone mentioning a cathedral. And he's kind of vibing on his pheromones that he's created. So he starts taking a walk through town. And once again, uh, I would like to say that he does have enhanced senses. So if anything would be going on within sort of like earshot of something with enhanced senses, he would pick up on it. That is Please sort of his vibe. do always remind me um, of that because oh. I will undoubtedly sieve brain it. Um so, uh, Rump- so Rumpa Dumpet starts heading towards the cathedral um, in a meandering style. Mm. Um, uh, at at the at said cathedral, um, Giles has taken um, uh, Piotr, Eli, and the Reeds um, into um, uh, a back room of the cathedral um, in order to seat everybody down and put on a pot of tea. Which Rumpet obviously rudely interrupts. Uh, Rumpet can smell the tea as soon as it starts boiling. Uh, <laughs> See. Um, and uh, so you, uh, last time uh, you wished to uh, get information from the man who shouted corruption during your sermon. Um, and uh, you have not been able to stop him talking. Um, he said, That's right! It's a mess! Bristol is a mess. You were right. It's full of devilry. Devilry. And what it was it you were saying? Um, Eli, do you want to field this one? <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> um, I think Eli says, oh, um, well, uh, we're very interested about this, this devilry. Um, do you think you could be a little bit more specific about, uh, what you've seen? I can. I can. I'm a fisherman, and I always have been. I have been working the Bristolian ducks for most of my life, and I will continue to work them until I die. I see a very proud man of his job. I can hear that's very admirable. Um, uh, but back, back to the devilry, perhaps. Yes, yes, yes. I do apologize. <laughs> uh, now, have you heard of the Merchant Venturers? No. Ah, of course you have. How could you have not? I have to deal with them every day. And he 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 thanks Giles. He provides him with a cup of tea. Um. Uh. It says they're corrupt. I tell you, they used to be fine. These are fine, but recently they've been getting away with whatever they've ever wanted to. Can I? Can I? Can I? Can of I, course, can I do of course, go for it. Um, I'm gonna. Piotr's gonna reach, reach uh, into kind of the the folds of his vestments, and he's going to, he's going to take out his his spine of Saint Agnes. Ah, uh, the spine has, has has appeared again. <sighs> yes, the spine, which is the religious relic which uh, Piotr carries everywhere with him, and uh, acts as a as a. A deep form of comfort to him in his times of need, but also as a tool of many and varied uses for a set of strung together vertebrae. Um, and what he's going to do, I presume next to the boiling tea, is he's going to kind of put it down quite aggressively on onto the table 
while maintaining eye contact with this man who will not stop talking. Um, uh, <laughs> that sounds like a command test um, to, to try and intimidate some sense out of the man. And I do have command. Yes, of course of, you of do. Of course Pyotr does. <laughs> <laughs> how, how could he possibly not? And I have two in sway, so what is that? Three dice. Uh, number three dice. Have you got any... Um, I assume you've got church law, which you could throw into the mix. I do, I do have church law, which I can kind of bring to bear. I also have folklore. I don't know if that... Or studies I, of the accursed and revenant. It's, it's, it's one, um, uh, uh, one, one knowledge dice. Ah, okay, so church enough. law will suit you fine. Ter- terrible roll. Um, flat, flat fails. Um, however, you didn't roll that extra dice. Ooh, okay, so I just roll one more. Yeah, just, just roll another dice and we'll, we'll, but a one, two, and a one. Terrible, oh. terrible. Come on, baby. <laughs> and a six! Delightful. Oh. So, um, let me tell you that this, um, that the, the weak point here, um, is that, uh, Gilbert, once he gets going, won't stop. But Cecily knows how to rein him in, so this will be, this will be the, the the opportunity for you to like um, insert a mediating uh, influence on here. You know, um, uh, also the problem is you just slammed a spine on the table, um, and if that doesn't go well, it goes wrong. Um, <laughs> you, know, you might start having people uh, such as Giles ask questions and threaten that meeting with the bishop that he did promise. So this bargain from that six that you did roll, mm, you might want to take that, mate. You also might not want to take that. As a side note, I don't really have a speech for you, Josh. I just, <laughs> I just, this your, you this may your, not want to do that. Maybe <laughs> not. Devil's advocating again. For you. Maybe not quite so soon after the very last one that we took. I mean, I think the only other option would be maybe talking to Cecily, but then that still won't shut up. That's I will also problem. remind you that you are Piotr Benedictus Kersimov, who would never truck with the devil. <laughs> You're also Piotr Benedictus Kersimov, agent of chaos. <laughs> <laughs> who does quite I often really fuck with the devil. I don't see any issue with Eli talking to Cecily. Oh, I could. Separately. Could take her aside. And uh, on the matter of the, the meeting with the bishop being threatened, oh, was, uh, stressful. Was, Lady Anne, was Lady Anne Clifford not willing to introduce us to the bishop anyway that's, if that's if true. this you... person doesn't because uh, other Jude and I are going to Lady Anne Clifford anyway okay because I I'm going to well, I'm going to we'll elect see what happens I I'm going to elect I'm a super lady. um does my religious fervor that I've instilled in this man not count for anything <laughs> um it certainly does like what about my horny wind might just he might just not get there in any sort of like roundabout or useful style. Okay, I'm perfectly willing to walk away from this man if he keeps on talking too much. So um, I think I'm going to elect not to, not to bargain with the devil uh, in this instance. Will you furiously withdraw your spine? I think I'm going to leave the spine there because it looks worse if I quickly try and retract it. It's, <laughs> a, it's, a, show of, it's a show of strength. Don't so, look! Don't look! <laughs> so the first thing is, um, you uh, so you slam the the spine of Saint Agnes, 
which used to be, I'm sure it used to be a vertebrae. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it was no, always a string of vertebrae. <laughs> yeah, it's it's slowly grown in length. Um, uh, you slam the, the spine of St. Agnes down on the table. Um, uh, and it stops all conversation dead. Just everyone just looks at it and then looks at you. Can I try and salvage um, it? Can I try and salvage it? <laughs> Um, G- Giles, um, Giles drops his tea, uh, on the floor, um, uh, and you go, go ahead, what do you say? I, I, I tell him, I tell him that, um, I've not, I've not come here for the petty squabbles of, of, uh, of businessmen. Petty squabbles! Oh Christ! I oh, thought Lord. you were a fine gentleman. Do not make me grow to te- be ten <laughs> feet tall because I will use that. <laughs> I took the same ones. I took the exact same <laughs> ones as you. I love it. Um, Giles just goes, Cicely. If this man will not listen to the perfectly good tales of corruption about the merchant venturers. Then I am done here! And Cecily says, We thought you were a very nice gentleman, but it appears as you're not. Eli, please oh, intercede! <laughs> they, they get up and they say, Thank you, Giles, for this delightful tea. We will now be headed off. Can Eli do anything in this situation? I have no Eli, persuasion. Do something. Do something. Uh, what's your what's your intelligence? Two. I've lost them. You need to get them back. You need to get them. Do you back. have insight? No. <laughs> Appeal to Cecily somehow. Um, do you have yeah. Rumpet arriving? Oh, Rumpet, I oh God! No! 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 It's gonna make things yes! worse. Um, uh, Cecily and Gilbert open no. the door. Um, uh, and and do? uh, step outside to the towering oh, night God. of deceit. Bonsoir. Excuse me, sir. We need to get away. Yes, but to where? You see, <laughs> I feel maybe you are wanting to stay. And he waves his hands in front of them. Sort of, not quite jazz hands, but very close. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> um, so, uh, I, I, I would usually, because of this um, uh, hefty failure from Piotr, uh, not think twice about having them. Um, find you daunting and run away <laughs> but considering the fact um that you have spread <laughs> um, delightful pheromones across the uh across the the five mile radius um i will give you an opportunity to try and um persuade these people down is that a sway test you're asking of me compassion actually compassion? i feel like you are instilling a sense of general goodliness well, that's fortuitous. Perfect. Um, and my virtue's two. <laughs> no relevant knowledges <laughs> other than I'm, I am skilled in courage. If that holds uh, any weight, different skill. But you do Always. have the spell working on your side. So is that an extra die for him? Uh, the, the spell is the only reason I'm letting this occur. Ah, so ah, I think okay. we'll, we'll, ah. we'll keep with our three die, three dice. Okay, so. Mm. And there's a success. Huzzah! Um, so uh, they say, oh, you see them, like their shoals, just, their shoulders just, their shoals, their shoulders <laughs> just sag, um, and they just breathe out. Um, and Rumpet and, breathes and, in. 
And Cecily, um, Cecily just says, in there, there are some very mean-spirited individuals. And we Rumble- came in to sit down for a tea and talk about some of the problems that are ailing this place, but they did not listen. Would you like me to listen to you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I feel like the answer is no, but the <laughs> role says otherwise. Um, yes, it does. Um, uh, Gilbert says, Sir, I will not remain long, but I will tell you, there is something which they would not listen to amiss with the merchant venturers and the docking union. And where might I find the docking venturers? It's it's the merchant venturers and, and the dock, the docking um, union. See, <laughs> see, si, si, claro, the docking merchants and the ventures union. Uh, are... Now, now, they have an office. The merchant venturers of Bristol have an office on the seafront. The seafront, yes? Yes, yes. yes. Si. You'll, you'll want to speak to that cad, Oscar Blinkley. Oscar Blinkley. Oscar Blinkley. And he repeats that three times and blinks thrice. <laughs> they, um, uh, the reeds, fearful, leave. That's probably wise. <laughs> Rumpet walks in and says, We are going to the seafront. <laughs> and then he kind of waits for something to happen. Are we not, are we not meeting the bishop? Ah, the bishop! You aren't any more, Peter. Well, was this guy was this guy gonna lead um, us to the bishop? Giles, Giles was. Giles is the priest though, isn't yeah, he? Yeah, Giles is still here. Yeah, Giles um Giles is mopping up the tea that he spilt after he saw a vertebrae. Uh, I think Eli uh <laughs> says to Peter, you just had to bring out the spine again, didn't you? It's it's a winner. <laughs> it's a winner. Mm. I I'm going to go to the seafront to find the union of sea adventurers. <laughs> Maybe I shall return. And then he walks out. One of, one of us has to go. With I him. think, yeah. <laughs> uh, considering that awful failure, I think Eli's going to follow uh, um, Rumper in the hopes that maybe might be able to help him out. <laughs> Somebody needs focusing, and today it's not Piotr. <laughs> Today it is. Uh, today it is. Seems to be uh, so rumpets are getting a bit more like. I'm being left alone. Oh, oh god! I'm being left in alone to the talk cathedral. with the children. Oh no! Okay, wait. <laughs> um, Maybe, Giles, 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 big baby, Giles you want to follow? Might, uh, limit Pewter's um, uh, movement around the cathedral. So. No, 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 no. Go, you, you go off with your new friend. Oh, I'll, god. I'll be fine. Oh god. <laughs> so, uh, so as soon as as soon as Eli and uh, uh, Sir Rumpet. Um, start heading out of the cathedral and um, to the seafront, uh, of, of of which um, of which there is. Well, Bristol's a way off the sea, but it's it's, it's next to a, um, a delightful river. Uh, that'll do. That'll do. That'll do. That's what he meant. Forward slash I meant, and you inferred. <laughs> um, uh, as soon as um, uh, they leave, Piotr starts in, uh, uh, interrogating Giles around the Sunday school, only to learn that it's Tuesday um, and there's no Sunday school. <laughs> <on Tuesday. laughs> 
Who runs the the Sunday school? Is it Giles? Uh, uh, Giles says that um, he sometimes will run it, but mostly it is um, John Thornborough, the Bishop of Bristol. Okay, so, okay, current mission right now is to... Okay, sorry, no, I'll be be in Puerto mode. So, um, I'm sitting, presumably, still... I've not had any tea, so... um, I might, I might try. And... Giles is very uncomfortable with it just being the two of you in the room. <laughs> I might try and disarm the situation by pouring myself a cup of tea and trying to like make things a bit more casual, kind of like maneuvering the pot of tea in front of the spine, uh, maybe to try so and like, take the much. attention away from that. Um. Yeah. Do you want to? So I think that's is that etiquette. No, I think yes. it's skullduggery. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's an etiquette to try and um to try and politely uh, move past the spine. Okay, so that's two d six and no, Uh-oh. no. So we're going to leave uh, Piotr and a terrified Giles. I want to use a fake point. I want to use a fake point. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. You're a lunatic. I need to salvage this social interaction. I don't. No, you don't. It's a garbage wreck. (laughs) (laughs) Josh, have you heard of the sunk cost fallacy? (laughs) I hear it turns around at one point. It's like a monster, isn't it? It, There's a twist at the end. Enough cost. (laughs) It becomes buoyant. (laughs) So um, it trickles down. We're going to leave. Uh, Piotr threatening uh, Giles with a teapot. Uh, stony silence. With a spine uh, with and a the, teapot. The spine of Saint Agnes still on the table. So does my. So does no. So do I just instead of delicately moving, do I just kind of like scrape the teapot off the table? <laughs> Perhaps think, snapping off the spout. I think. I think it's the thing of like, like you can perfectly mo- you can move the pot perfectly fine. Uh, but Giles is too afraid to leave the room, and I think Piotr feels like it's a gentle calm that is needed. And so you both sit in the room for about thirty minutes in complete silence. <laughs> <laughs> Which I imagine Piotr would be quite happy with, to be honest. Just like quite contentedly sat in meditative silence. Yeah, maybe Pewter thinks he's done a good job. Yeah, I feel, I feel like he's not gauged the, the tone. Of the <laughs> he thinks his spine's done um, the job. Yeah, he thinks the spine is part of the it. It's a winner. It's all winner. coming together. Um, so, so, so back at the morgue. Um, uh, is there anything? What, what's Tanazart doing in the in in the morgue space while Jude has rushed onto the roof? As you can see, there has been a devilish occurrence. There, are we agreed upon this? I keep. I need to just. Yeah, Jenny Morton. I almost said Sally Morton. Sally is a dog Morton. That is, uh, I don't know why I had three Mortons in the same uh, <laughs> faction. This, this, this seems short-sighted. Um, Jenny Morton um, says, "Yes, it appears that there is more going on than we had originally believed." But um, uh, we were aware of the disappearance, and we were looking into the body. But you think that you have the skills to navigate it? I have come across. Things akin to this before. First, I wish to inspect the space. Then, I will look further around the morgue. And after, might you take me to 
Lady Anne Clifford. She, um, she nods gently. And now I would like you to continue the conversation that we started last time. Mm-hmm. Uh, use an insight test to impress upon these people um, your ability of picking apart a crime scene. I have 3d6, and I have, uh, among my knowledges, romance, classics, literature and poetry, astronomy, demonology and bound studies, decorative arts and engineering. Uh, nothing jumps out to me, I'm afraid. Well, then let me... Well, no, throw, throw in demonology. Throw in demonology. Well, then let's roll 4d6, and let's hope I don't fuck it. Two successes. Two successes. Beautiful. Marvelous. So, um, so, beca- so because, firstly, this is um, part of the conversation stage, this is the bargaining stage, uh, you can bank those as two bargaining chips gained with the constabulary of Bristol. So at any point later, you may redeem these with the constabulary for little bonuses and boons that they may offer you. Um, however, with your investigation of the crime scene, what you um, what you dig up is dig up as much of the same as Jude found of like the burn marks. Um, but as I mentioned prior, the second type of burn mark. Um, this is primarily on the outside of the furnace and it is um uh a withering sort of unnatural um motion something that is something that has moved through the the metal in a way that normal flame and heat would not and it has warped and sort of started to um uh melt it slightly um it what from from your use of demonology in the uh Bound taxonomy, you notice that this is not um, whatever you saw in the chimney was probably not a devil. Chiefly because it was too cartoonishly a devil. Mm. Tanazat will say, I have some good news. The devil is not among us. I suppose that is some comfort, but there was still something in there. We didn't get a good look at it. What what did you see? It was an exaggerated facsimile of a demon. Um, on the roof, what is Jude doing? Is Jude still watching the chimney or does Jude want to come down? Jude is contemplating fire-retarded materials <laughs> in the medieval age. <laughs> is thinking about where to procure asbestos <laughs> to give everyone <laughs> cancer. And that's how the campaign ends. <laughs> <laughs> With the first great cancer outbreak of Bristol. <laughs> I would like to... St- if I'm there, can I be shouted at? Maybe up the chimney that's currently on fire. Um, it's quite a, it's it's quite a distance. It's it's a at least two floors. I'm concerned and preoccupied that if I leave, whatever is in it will just go away. So I'm going to stay there for now. Morton, not Dog Morton. What an error I have made. Um, uh, uh, Morton says, Tanazat, you investigate well. <laughs> I could do with somebody like you. Ah, you have my thanks. But sadly, I am otherwise engaged. It's always the case, isn't it? The more competent have other positions. You wanted to meet with Clifford, correct? Aye. 
before we go. Doctor, the body simply vanished as if through the walls. It was not gone in the morning. Well, it was gone in the morning, apologies. Stupid, Alex, <laughs> stupid. Tanazar would like to check the windows of the room. It is a basement. Excellent. There are two exits. The uh, the stairway up to the medical practice and the chimney. And when she rolled her inside, she noticed no scuff marks, no no footprints, no nothing. The uh, the the burn marks that Jude noticed that led to the chimney. Well then, constable. Let us see if we can retrieve my colleague from, I believe, the roof. And then uh, to Lady Anne. Uh, Jenny Morton nods. And heads can outside. I clarify something? Is there still a jet of flame coming out the top of this chimney? The, 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 the flame was in the furnace at the bottom, not okay. out the top. The oh, smoke right, was that. coming out the top. Okay, that's okay. I just thought there was just a... A flamethrower-like chimney in the centre of Bristol, and maybe people would have noticed. No, 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 no. Oh, no. Nothing, <laughs> nothing, nothing so, um, nothing so obvious just yet. As Tanazak mounts the stairs, she turns Columbo style to to Doctor <laughs> Doc Morton. <clears throat> One more thing. Ah. Might we stop up the chimney, Doc Morton? Sort of like grimaces a little bit and says. I suppose, if you think it's uh, necessary, I would of course like to keep my keep my furnace. But if if it need be, then it is your furnace or the city of Bristol itself. I suppose the furnace, then. Very good. He he he'll deal with this. Uh, for I do not wish to act out how they would do this. Uh, mm. It shall simply be done. Um, <laughs> uh, so you, you call up to Jude. On the roof. Dr. Shatimar! I descend. Worryingly. Um, Facing front there. When I, when I land, I would like to ask Jenny Morton if she would ever so kindly assign some of her uh, employees to watch this furnace to investigate whether anything might emerge from it on both ends. She um she nods and says she can she can put someone to watch the building. Um <clears throat> but there's usually someone to watch uh to watch the practice at night anyway. Well then it would be a case of someone mounting this building. She um she says that no one is uh, uh quite as lithe as that, but she can fetch a ladder. And so she starts. Uh, she starts leading the both of you um, to where she says uh, to where she says Clifford will be. Um, back heading towards the uh, the seafront, um, quote unquote, is uh, um, Sir Rumpetumpet and Eli. Um, how are you going about finding the um, the merchant venturers? Document. Uh, yeah. Well, I've got it down in my notes as. Um... At the seafront with the venturers of the Union of Docking Workers is where he is what he's looking for. <laughs> um, uh, can you make an orienteering roll? 
yes, I can. I am skilled in orienteering, and I also have two constitution. <laughs> yeah, I'm a druid, son. I got to know my maps. Uh, <laughs> uh, so that's, I think, 3d6. Oh, I also have hunting. Uh, a knowledge of hunting and my enhanced senses. So I might. Uh, am I okay to bump that up to five day? Uh, you can't get two um, little bonuses. Um, I'll give you it for your senses, but hunting in a cityscape. It's not Fair like enough. you're tracking anything. You're trying to find out where a where a where a specific building is. This is very true. Let's see how this goes. D- yeah, there's there's that success. There's that success. I saw the six first. I, I got slightly <laughs> worried because Rumput would take it. Yeah. Um, In a heartbeat, without any uh, hesitation. Second, no doubt. No <laughs> um, right, so he kind of takes in a big gulp of air through his nose. And yeah, he's, his nose is large enough that he can gulp through it. Um, <laughs> and uh, he gets the scent of, of salt water and dolphin shit up his nose <laughs> and marches off in the direction of uh, of the Bristol waters. Um, which I imagine uh, Eli just sort of like scampering in his way. Having a sprint. Um, yeah. Uh, he doesn't really look around. He's like just following his, his broken, massive nose all the way down to the river and, and kind of doesn't stop marching until he's there, at which point he kind of stops outside of of a wooden building and says looks at Eli and says perhaps no <laughs> I think Eli is genuinely hey. shocked that we made it there this sigil um, on uh, 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 on the building just on the front which I shall uh, again link in the notes um, uh, meets your gaze um, quite clearly saying the Society of Merchant Venturers um, well that's not what I have written down but I suppose it is close <laughs> enough <laughs> Uh, you see this uh, this tall, thick-chested man exit the door um, uh, as, uh, with 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 a, a, an assortment of um, other various folk, but none looking quite as important and rich as this one. Um, mm. And um, he says, "Oh, you two, we're closing up. Nothing more for today. Nothing more of what?" <laughs> <laughs> Talking with Riff Raff. Riff Raff. You know he's, him he's... too. What? <laughs> this Riff silly Raff. gentleman. And he My starts. Cousin. He starts wafting up the street away from you. Um, he's holding sort of um, uh, like a vast sort of like reams of uh, like ledgers and papers under one of his arms, and a, a cane in his other. Um, how? If I were to let out a short, sharp whistle uh, for a small rat, um, <laughs> how how noticeable would that be? Uh, um, well, a sharp whistle. I feel like most people would um, uh, turn their heads at least to see. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to do that. Instead, Rumpet's <laughs> going to kind of uh, is going to just kind of stare at the back of the floppy ma- of the flappy man, and then look at Jude. Not not Jude, sorry. Look at um, Eli. Then look back at the man, and then look back at Eli as if to say, "I can't do anything about this. If you want to follow along, uh, then that's fine. But I'm going to let him go." Um, can 
Eli so, try. I'd say try like shouting after him, but I have no command. Uh, if it was to be. Ooh. Oh, you could try and tail him. <gasps> oh, good idea. A bit of Hell skullduggery. Yeah, skullduggery. <laughs> 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 Something like that. If this is any inclination of how it will go. Oh no. <laughs> cool. Can can we try follow him? Uh yeah, what's what's your intelligence? Ooh. And your skullduggery, uh, yep. do you have that? And I also have I assume hunting. you are a rogue. That's useful too. In in the case of tailing someone, regardless of the fact that this is a cityscape, this is an appropriate Yay. use of hunting. Huzzah! Okay. How many dice is that? Remember that. That's um, four of them, please. Yay! Two, Two delightful successes. Nice. Um, so through the city, you start um, uh, tailing this gentleman. Uh, he starts to um, head a bit further into the, the centre of town before um, diverting to the northwest um, and heading out um, up uh, the hill, which I can't remember the name of. Um, Bran- Brando Hill? Brandon, this this map has written it where it is very hard to see. Matthew's new and correct map is not good enough. <laughs> it is enough. clearly not new and correct. <laughs> yeah, it's. I mean, it's very new and correct. It's just very indistinct at the same time. I'm going to switch to my other new and correct map. Um, yeah, Don's Don's new and correct map. Yeah, Brandon Hill. Um, he starts heading up Brandon Hill and then further to the northwest. Um, until uh, he comes to uh, a mall, a collection of shopfronts. Um, most of them appear to be closing up, um, but he heads into one right at the back, sort of where most of the neglected shops are, uh, and heads in. Uh, can we see what the front? Are? Am I there? Did mm. I go with? Oh, I think so. You've you've taken so 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 Rumpadumpet has, has tailed. I, I had to try and hide. <laughs> you had to guide I had to try him and hide very much. And guide this humongous man. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a bit I, I like taking Ganondorf for a walk. I did not realise that Rumpet was a part. Rumpet could have been left. Um, I don't know. Neither did uh, neither did Rumpet. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, so yeah, you arrive at this dilapidated um, uh, set of shops to find one um, that appear uh, like next to an uh, uh, next to a florist with an old lady closing up. Um, it appears to be um, well. You can't really tell. The sign is quite indistinct and doesn't really give away much. It seems to say um, "delightful, miraculous creations." Delightful, miraculous creations. Rumpa also speaks English. <laughs> Should we go in? Oh, does it look like there's a lot of people in there? Does it look inhabited, or is it pretty? Oh. Uh, can I uh, do some sort of uh, perception check to use, again, bussing out those enhanced senses yeah. of mine? Oh, no! Rat friend! Rat friend! <gasps> now it's time to whistle rat your rat friend. friend. Wonderful. So uh, Rumpert lets out a very short, sharp whistle and uh, a small, a couple of rats come, uh, like, crawl over to it to his feet. <laughs> And uh, he looks at them discerningly, as if uh, a connoisseur of rat, uh, <laughs> before finding not necessarily the biggest, but perhaps the most hearty of the rats, and sort of gesturing his, his index finger down, uh, allows it to crawl up. And then he proceeds to just have a little chat with the rat. Um, he asks it's its name. 
Uh, it's not pronounceable Remy. in English. Oh. Um, and um, <laughs> he's a rat. And, uh, and then he asks it to uh, to find a way in to see what's going on in the uh, uh, in the old uh, in the old room uh, over there. Um, and he puts the rat back down, gives it a little wink, and then the rat squeaks off. Eli is fascinated so, yeah, by this. Um, <laughs> the rat does indeed squeak off um, towards uh, uh, towards the building. Um, you. Here, with your um, incredible uh, uh, sense of hearing, um, just an immediate eruption of shouting from inside before the rat has entered. Um, and then the rat uh, sneaks through uh, a little hole behind a set of um, uh, sort of like stalls out front, um, all empty, of course, uh, into the building. And um, now we wait. Can you make a um, perception test to see how well your rap does? Oh, how well it obeys can your, I? Your can I ever? Um, how many? So I've got one intelligence. I have uh, no skill. No, I'm not proficient in any intelligence skill. Um, <laughs> you can get a dice from your rat at the very least. Okay, so um, I'll do two d uh, two d six. Wait, I, Wilcox, might this be an animal handling test? I have animal handling. No, I also have animal good. handling. Very, very fair that this is an animal handling test that makes much more sense than perceiving through your rat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right. So uh, I will. That's two, three, four die. Then in that case, much better. <laughs> yeah, brilliant. Three successes. Um, so, um, uh, so your. Um, your rat darts back out, um, quite shortly. Um, uh, not, not a few moments later, um, the, uh, the, the, the tall and thick-chested man with, um, uh, in- incredibly wealthy attire and, um, many papers, uh, bursts back out of the, the building, um, and looks down both sides before huffing and then continuing off. Um, the rat relays to you. Um, the this this is Oscar Blinkley. Of um, course. Um, <laughs> and um, he was um, shouting at a man called uh, Constantine Paxton. Constantine. Order. Um, the order. Um, the rat is not so sure, but um, they saw a lot of little pots, and also um, uh, the uh, sweet sweet smell. Which you can just about catch on the wind. Is it? Uh, is that sweet smell like anything Rumpet may have smelt before? Remember, he was a knight, so he does have a knowledge of battlefields. And this is the perception time. Here Ooh. is the perception. Here he is with his what? With his possibly two d six. Two. Go for two. Because you've got the rat telling you. To smell can I help it. in any way, or is it just up to the rat and him? Um and oh, so like Rumpet, you could you can happily share this with Eli if Eli's got better perception with you, just like um, asking Eli to to have a to have a sniff. Yeah, okay. I d- uh, Rumpet does that. He's uh, he says that he squeaks his rap name. Uh, says that there is some sort of smell. Can you can you catch that? And Rumpet again gulps down air from his nose and then just kind of exhales onto 
Eli's face. <laughs> Eli gags. <laughs> yeah. But in ho- in the hopes that he's gained enough of that sort of scent and then can impart it upon his new tiny friend. Um, make a perception test, Eli, and, um, and add a dice for... for um, the, the pure desperation to complete the test uh, before Sir Rumpet breathes on you God again. Right, so how many? Wait. He does not smell how good. Much have I got? Uh, what's your intelligence? Uh, yes. Two. So three. Do you have perception? I do have perception. Yeah. That's a four then. Hey. And a That's success a in there. It smells like caramel. <laughs> caramel, you Ooh. say? Burnt caramel. But oh, intriguing! Burnt caramel. Um, Piotr. Yeah. The, yeah. Hi. The sitting, the sitting in the the the, the room uh, with Giles has fortunately ended with him murmuring something about his duties. Oh, I was and planning finally on... mustering up the courage to leave. I was planning on continuing by like you know maybe like wiggling the spine a little bit to try and prompt something. <laughs> but I'm glad. I'm glad you. Yeah, that prompts him to leave. Um, Piotr is now left alone in this room with uh, a pot of cold tea. Um, what what does he wish to do? The sun is starting to go down. It's 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 getting close to um. Uh, well, the sun's not going down. I'm only saying that because the sun goes down at 4 p.m. currently. The sun is very much alive. Um, it's 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 around six o'clock though. I mean, okay. So my my plan is twofold. I'm I'm going to yell um, for the bishop from without getting up. I'm just going to sort of like uh, yell and see if anyone responds. Uh, so I'll, I'll try that. Um. There. Uh, do you do, do you yell more than once? Um. Uh, yes. So, um, on the second yell, um, uh, Giles storms back in and says, "He's not in the building. He's at his apartments." Can you show me where the apartments are, Giles? They're on the Queen Square. They're on the Queen Square. I'm not going to show you. Um, you'll. Uh, he gives you the number of the apartment and says, "Please, if you must, I'm sure he'll be delighted to see you." I'm gonna. I'm just gonna take the spine and leave. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, Piotr heads towards Queen Square, um, uh, which is barely a distance from the cathedral. Um, it's just across, um, just across the Basson. Um, uh, probably not said that way because we're not in France. It's probably a basin. Um, I don't really know. Really know what it's called. Um, Basson. Uh, Basson. Um, Piotr arrives in the. That was terrible. I hated that. Uh, Piotr <laughs> arrives in the Queen Square at the same time as um, uh, Jude and um, uh, Tanzat does. Um, as this is where Jenny Morton has led you, um, she has explained on the way um, that uh, Lady Anne Clifford is currently staying. Um, in uh, one of the rooms of the Bishop of Bristol, John Thornbrows. That's cute. I imagine that I smell sin. I imagine oh. that. <laughs> I imagine that Tanazart and Jude just like come up to Piotr and uh, ask how it went, and Piotr's just going to go. Well, just don't want to talk about it. <laughs> 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 
I mean, he has um, he has a, he has a cult following in a very literal sense, but I mean, he just it's not a win for him. Uh, Jenny Morton asks if there's another one, um, uh, and gesturing towards Piotr. There is a man bigger than him somehow, <laughs> and a little boy who I am sure <laughs> must not be a little boy, but seems like one. So you have quite the gathering. Uh, turns um, uh, turns to the lot of you and says, "Before we go in, who exactly are you?" I mean, I'm just, I'm just going to knock on the door. I want to I want to just cut her off there and just knock on the guy's uh, door. She um uh, she shouts after you and says, "Hold on, turn around, sir. If that door opens, you can wait." It does indeed open. As you can see, there is something strange afoot in the city. And we would like to get ahead of that before it grows in severity. Um, She turns um, and says, that doesn't answer my question of who you are. Can I whisper to this woman? You may. Why are we whispering to someone who's supposed to expect us? No, not not them, Jenny Morton. Yeah. We are being expected. Not by her, but by the people that we're meant to be seeing. Can we not just flaunt a paper on her face? Yeah, she really has no jurisdiction in the, in, in this manner. Like, we're, like, we're not breaking the law here. We, we can just... We are! This is treason. What? <laughs> being an inquisitor... Um, uh, that is uh, deliberately attempting to stop um, witchcraft before the witch finders employed by the king are is tr- is, is treason. It's minor um, treason. Minor treason. None of us are citizens, except for Eli. <laughs> I will say, I will say to her, my friends and I, we are all familiar. With the things I am familiar with. We make it our business to ensure that good people such as yourself and the people of the city are untroubled by these things. She, um, uh, she says, you understand that this is my jurisdiction. And I am very grateful for being allowed to help. She um she strides towards the door where Piotr is. Um, a, uh, a a serving woman has answered the door, um, and she says, "Jenny Morton, Chief Constable, I'm here to see the lady, Lady Anne Clifford." And um, uh, the serving woman nods and leads you all in. She strides straight p- past Piotr. After you, um, you're led up into um, quite quite a um, fancy apartment. <laughs> Um, uh, you're led up some stairs um, and uh, seated in sort of a receiving room um, the, the the four of you um, uh, Morton included um, uh, take a seat I can't take or... I can't take any more fucking tea <laughs> <laughs> um, you don't after need to a short... your column 
after a short time, and I've got to give you um, uh, the images of these two uh, because I have them because they're real people. Um, Ooh, I do uh, love real people. Here is here is this gentleman, um, but imagine him younger. I'm imagining wow. him exactly. He's that. very brawny, isn't he? Look at oh. the size of those oh, arms. Oh, we're going to get and on it, so well. And here is this lady, but imagine her younger. Wow. Grand. Um, uh, you see, people's portraits are usually taken as they reach um, the apex of their fame. Uh, whereas John Thornborough is, is um, uh, early in his stewardship of the uh, the Bishop of Bristol, um, only three years into it, and mostly uh, gaining his fame when he was the Bishop of Worcester, which is the time at which his, this portrait, portrait was taken. Um, and Lady Anne Clifford um, became the Duchess of Clifford when she was 16, uh, last year um, so um, the two of them enter the room uh, uh, Lady Anne Clifford um, is short and she's got a, a, a softer resting expression she's clearly dressing down from her wealth but she's not very effective at hiding it um, and uh, John Thornborough's long greying beard um, and you know, very very puffy sleeves um uh, uh, sort of like gently hang off of his frame um, and the two of them uh, Lady Anne Clifford starting says you finally arrived fantastic news I feel like Pyotr um, like wants to comment about something about they're not supposed to be a Sunday school on a Tuesday or something <laughs> <laughs> but that would be inappropriate I think so <laughs> he's gonna do it anyway. The with, he's gonna do it anyway. The equivalent of punching yourself in the cock, I think. <laughs> uh, she says, "Ah, it appears you've already um, uh, met Mrs. Morton. These are," um, and she sort of like pauses for a second. Uh, some... We have come to an understanding with the constable. Oh, excellent. I was about to make up some sort of lie about you being academics. You've got in devils on your church. I'm going to just fucking just get to the fucking point. You've got devils on your church. <laughs> um, All patience. The, the, the bishop um, uh, sort of growls softly of like, I wouldn't think he was a devil. Simply a, simply a man misled. Isn't that, isn't that right, Lady Anne? And uh, Lady Anne sort of like um, takes one step back behind uh, the bishop after nodding and then um, gestures to you um, with sort of a look of her head. He doesn't know anything. (laughs) Just sort of like a mm, gesturing towards the the bishop. We have come to see what the trouble is, my lord bishop. Mm, Very, very good. Very good. Now I have my own theories. Um, you understand. And then he, he, he moves over and sits. And he says, would anyone care for a coffee? Do you know- Bit of an indulgence, but I've I've got them in fresh. Okay, do you know what? I, I think um, I, I, I know what I want to do and I want to kind of like motion to to Jude and Tanazar to like go with the lady. And I want to like be a bit more like overly friendly with the bishop and and, and I want to kind of get into the church law a bit uh, and kind of like entertain him. I think I think Piotr's like clocked in on this kind of 
kind of game a bit more this time and so he wants the other two to kind of like do work yeah um a perfect um compassion opportunity for encouraging um uh uh some uh good religious oh and i've got um, three virtue and compassion yeah it's a it's a perfect opportunity for Piotr. You've got church law. It's full five dice for you. This is this is what Piotr was meant to do, um, rather than the, sp- the spine hasn't come spines. out this time. You know, he's a changed. He's a changed. He's learned his lesson. <laughs> oh my word! Four fails and a six. Fuck. Now, Piotr, this is the perfect opportunity Bargain. to separate John Thornborough. From Bargain. everyone else, he's Bargain. doing it. Bargain. After I don't the even last need to failure, you. you need I don't to. even need like, to convince you. I can't take it. My my pride can't take another. No. Two d six. Damn your pride, man. <laughs> Damn it. Please. please let this be gentle. Please let this be gentle. be gentle. No, no, no. A five and a six. Oh, no. That's a high up bargain. Lord in heaven. Oh, Lord indeed. Uh, quite a oh heavy God. one. We, we still haven't oh, found out what the, the first one was. No? You have so not? So many surprises. Um, it either has not man- manifested itself or um, uh, it's happening somewhere else. Um, so uh, the, the, the Bishop John Thornborough um, uh, says... Oh yes, no, sir. You appear to know. You appear to know your thi- know your stuff, know your um, ecclesiastical um, um, affairs. I, sh- I should like to um, I should like to take your ear and tell you of a, f- a few of the suspicions that I have. And I and I say to him, let's let us let's re- let's retire and take our coffees in another room. Oh, quite. I have a study perfect for this. Now, um, do follow me. Yeah. Uh, mm. Have you heard of Simon Foreman? Have I? And then th- you'd like hear us walk away in the dog. What what Piotr um, will will learn over the coming um, hour is uh, that uh, John Thornborough is 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 a is an amateur alchemist. Um, that sounds sinful to me. Obsessive fan of uh, Simon Foreman, um, uh, uh, doctoral astrologer, and Piotr, with his knowledge of alchemy, will be perfectly positioned wow. to listen to this man's ramblings. That has worked out quite nicely, actually. This is perfect, um, perfect Piotr territory. Uh, Jude and Tanazar are left in the room with Lady Anne Clifford, um, who uh, sits down uh, uh, with you and says. So, the constabulary is finally on board, is that correct? And uh, Morton uh, nods quietly. Well, excellent news, excellent news. It looks like you've already been incredibly busy. What have you uncovered? I actually don't know what to say. I don't know what that is. <laughs> yeah, I'm, glad, I'm glad it's you two, because I would have had no fucking <laughs> The events are unfollowed as, uh, as such. Uh... Upon inspecting the morgue, we observed um, a trace of something of suspicion towards the furnace. And upon sticking my head into the furnace, I was met with uh, a caricature of a devil. 
which yanked me and hurt me, as you may see, and he shows his burnt arm. And with the assistance of uh, my colleague here, I have managed to uh, break free. But it is now, now that, um, stuck. Now that box. you've had a chance to um, uh, take a look at your hand in a bit more um, in a bit more light, do you want to make a medicine test? Sure. To understand it a bit better. Do I have to combine it with anything? Um. Ah. Uh, you know what? I think that. Um, vitalism will actually help you out here. Sure. Fuck me up. Yeah, I don't know what vitalism would actually be useful for, <laughs> um, but I suppose now I'll find out. <laughs> One success sneaking in there. Five dice, but almost all of them bad, um, <laughs> including almost almost devil's bargain. Uh, do you want to do you want to say that for two successes? It will give you no real benefit, but um, <laughs> have another devil's bargain anyway. It might be fun. Um, Just sound fun. Very well. The success will do, I suppose. Um, your um, your flesh has been touched by something that is um, antithetical to life. Rather than it is not a burn, but a withering. <gasps> Piotr should look at this burn. I do have anatomy and uh, uh, all manner of things. But you have a cursed and revenant studies. I do. Oh god, I'm so equipped to deal with that hand. <laughs> um, Just look, give me a mo- give me a moment with the bishop. <laughs> Um, Mm. uh, Lady Anne says Wow A a, a devil A devilish or something with a devilish appearance Well I was starting to worry if I was being foolish If if this was just some sort of um, uh, Strange occurrence with a gentleman Um, uh, Well it it was a very strange occurrence With a gentleman jumping off the cathedral Aflame and then vanishing the next day But of course I was starting to worry If I was um, Overestimating the um, what's the word spiritual um, uh, demonic aspect of it all, um, and she uh, says, "I hope that whatever this creature is in that morgue, you will um, shuffle it away in the meantime." We have blocked the chimney to the morgue. Right, very good, very good. Dr. Sawthorn, what have you learned in your time away with... Dr. Sawthorn is not there. I am smelling caramel in... by the dark. (laughs) Oh, yes, very true. Straight out of Rumpet's mouth. Very true. Honestly, wish I wasn't there, but... Yeah, he's he's proper disgusting. Hey, hey, you you chose your side. You chose your side. (laughs) She chose success. <laughs> so, um, if there is um, nothing you particularly want from Lady Clifford um, at this time, um, she was going to introduce you to the bishop, um, but it seems like uh, your interest in the bishop is being diverted to another room. Um, <laughs> so, in the other room, um, 
Thornborough is 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 um, waxing about his theories um, of how if you were to get a suitable oil to cover the body uh, and then inflame the oil, the body would be simply unharmed. Um, he's been trying it out on a, a pieces of fruit over the past few days, um, and then he shows you several burnt pieces of fruit. <laughs> Um, and says that he's he's getting closer with the days. Okay. Does he does he have any of the substance? Do like, can I tell if he's just talking absolute shit or not? Um, with my alchemy knowledge. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That that'll be a that'll be a medicine test. A medicine um, boosted by my alchemy. Al- absolutely boosted by your alchemy. Oh, incredible. Okay. So what's that? Three D no two, three three D six. What's your intelligence? Uh, it is one. You got any medicine? Yep. Right, and one for your alchemy, so that's three. Three in total. Come on. Be good to me. Yay! Had to happen eventually. (laughs) Pyotr gets a success. Um, Considering your knowledge of alchemy, this is probably not what has occurred. Um, He he is probably... um, uh, it, it is it is a hypothetical, but it does not account for the person falling from the roof and remaining unharmed. Okay, okay. This is also this is kind of a side note. Did we did we establish whether he was he was a bit of a nonce? Any? He... Uh, no, we haven't established. This. Okay, okay, fine. Uh, just wanted to make sure I wasn't fraternizing with like the wrong kind of people right now. Because <laughs> um, you know I've got a break leg spell and I can I'm I'm willing to fucking use it. Um, <laughs> That's a random break leg spell. Yeah, it might not be the bishop. It might be Giles. What is a random? Oh, I thought it was oh yeah, yeah. Oh. It just it just random. affects someone that you've disagreed with. Just could, someone <laughs> could be Gilbert Reed. Could be Cecily Reed. Could be Giles. Could be the Bishop Thornborough. Right. Okay. Well. Okay. <sighs> right so i'm gonna kind of like pivot pivot away from the alchemy discussion by saying you know that sounds like a really interesting theory and everything and i think that uh, a breakthrough is is only days hours even away so you know i'm kind of doing keep up the good work champ um kind of uh encouragement but i'm gonna say now tell me were you uh leading the sunday school when the man fell from the church uh, he, he says, yes, 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 yes. Well, you understand that um, it'll be a mind like mine in here. There are some not quite as committed to the arts of uh, alchemy. But yes, 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 yes. I was leading the Sunday school on the day. It was terrible for the children to have seen. But I was quite fascinated to have witnessed the act occur myself. Um, you understand that it gave me, well quite the epiphanies and the thinking for the theories that I'm developing now about this oil. Okay. Uh, am I able to like basically like extract like an, an account of what happened from him? Yes. So he'll he'll tell you um, much of what you've heard already. Um, the figure appeared on the roof. Um, nobody saw them get up there. Um, they proceeded to um uh to be above the front of the cathedral um at a point they combusted uh fell and or jumped not quite sure um collided with the floor um and then 
ceased to be on fire after a short spell of time. Um, the bishop immediately called for the constabulary. Um, Leonard Dogmorton arrived, um, at which point the both of them inspected the body to find it unharmed by the fire or the fall. Um, it is Dogmorton's theory that this oil seemed to, A, um, uh, inflame the body without causing harm to it, but B, um, uh, seemed to absorb the shock of the fall at the same time. Okay. The body was then whisked away to um, Doug Morton's morgue, at which point um, he does not know that it then disappeared. Okay, wait, so there was oil on the body? That, the... No, 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 no oil. No oil. So, okay, so that's, 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 a, that's a ruse. Okay. He, he also confirms the, um, the minor wound on the arm and the, uh, the tattoo, which uh, accounts that you have maybe not been filled in with yet, but you um, have gotten from Doug Morton. Okay, okay. Um, so he is talking to me about that, and I don't really think he can kind of offer me any more information than he is currently giving me. And so I think that I am done with the bishop. Um, what I will do is I'll tell him that he is currently uh, inhabiting a, a wretched den of sin, uh, but I will keep it vague as to whether or not I mean this apartment or Bristol in general. Um, <laughs> Tactical. And uh, I will kind of take take my leave um, finishing the coffee. A thought has occurred to Jude in Tanizat whilst in the room with the constable and Lady Anne. Two thoughts. Two whole thoughts? Please divulge. Constable Morton. The man who leapt from the church, he had a tattoo on him, and they say he was a Scotsman. Are there other Scots in Bristol? She, um, uh, she furrows her brow, um, and then says, hmm, you might want to speak, um, to a Lady Chastley. She is, um, she's currently investigating the Dockers' administration. One thing she did mention is a group of Scots arriving a few nights ago. Now, I didn't think much to it, and I didn't make the link. But potentially, you might want to talk to them. They're staying at, um... I think the hatchet. And, um, uh, uh, Lady Anne claps and says, Why, it's perfect! I was going to meet you in the hatchet tomorrow morning, but you, you came here already. And, uh, this is where they are staying, Mrs. Morton. Dr. Shatimor, what was the shape of the tattoo? How was it described to you? There's no need for me to describe it. I can just pull out the piece of paper that I was troubled on. And Morton looks at it, and um, she says that it, me it means nothing to her, and uh, answers the same. Um, May we perhaps ask the bishop? He hopefully <laughs> has a collection of books. Uh, yes, he does have a collection of books, as Piotr is currently being subjected to some of them. Uh, mostly <laughs> alchemical texts. <clears throat> 
It's fine. Um, we can tag out. We can tag out. Um, so you uh, you head into uh, the study, um, and uh, uh, Bishop uh, Bishop John Thornborough um, gives you free reign to use his library, but he does not recognize it himself. He says he, he cannot simply recall every book on these shelves, but there might be something in there that will give you some sort of a hint. So for, for reference, this this is a library maybe used to conduct research in the future. Mm. Um, however, um, what you may do is you might try and... Um, have you got any... Uh, have the three of you looking at this got any knowledges that might be able to help you with this? I feel like we have every knowledge conceivable between the three of us. <laughs> <laughs> um, except any practical ones. It's all um, academic and uh, uh, esoteric, I believe. Oh yeah, no, we're not We're not in the field. Like, we've got the field agents out by the docks and we've got the fucking nerds in the library. <laughs> See. Um, so what do you, what do you think? So let's let's make a recollection test, which means that each of you who you think you might have a relevant knowledge, it will be able to um, petition it to be rolled, and then you get a question for each successful test. Okay, so I've got uh, demonology and bound taxonomy, or accursed and revenant studies, or folklore. Um, folklore, but not the other two. I'm afraid. I have. Uh... Astronomy, engineering, classics. I also... This man is a dock worker, we're saying? The Scotsman. Um, no one can identify him. Could I make the argument that myself, having been a sea woman, might have knowledge of naval tattoos? I will give you that under astronomy. Very good, thank you. So, that's one each so far. Is anything from Jude? I can't think of anything that would be useful besides vitamins. There's nothing else that is esoteric by any stretch of the imagination. Um, then it is two dice you shall get. Um, uh, in, a, in a future occasion, um, Sir Rumpus and Eli will be able to assist um, with their own knowledges, but currently they do not know that this is being racked through the minds oh, wow. of Piotr and Tanzat. So um, do you want to make a dice each? One roll. Aye. See if you can get any information about it. We're just one dice each. If either of you get a success, I'll give you a... T- okay, well then I don't need to roll. <laughs> uh, you, you, you do, because you'll get an extra question. Ooh. If you are successful. Oh! 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 Two successes! Two fives. Immediately. So between the two of you, you're able to, um, you're able to place it as um, it is a Scottish tattoo um, belonging to... Um, uh, sort of clan mystics. Mm. Now, with that base information, um, you have two questions with which to try and uh, venture up some more, uh, some more um, details. Is there anything you'd like to? poke and prod about with. Can I bank the fact that it is a tattoo for mystics as a clue? Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, is it a particular clan that we were able to pinpoint, or is it just like a really broad thing? 
uh, yeah. So, um, there are, um, uh, it's, it's mostly broad. However, um, let's see how you could accomplish this. Um, let's say that through, um, through the use of, um, the medical notes that Jude, uh, uh, scrolled across, um, you're able to use um, perhaps another tattoo on the body to identify them as um, belonging to um, Clan MacLeod of Lewis. Okay. So this is to do with Clan Mystics. So this is a much older form of knowledge, kind of linking in with what I guess like Druidic practices or more animistic or atavistic practices and so and so rumput comes to the forefront <laughs> okay well that this is relevant for rumput definitely um but do we have to ask those questions now uh tanazar has uh that one question left um it's up to wait was was that my uh, question yeah oh, yeah yeah what? i do apologize yeah i went for that as the question <laughs> oh, you bitch <laughs> <laughs> i should have I should have confirmed. But, um, <laughs> the fuck is this? Uh, I, I I promise you that it will not be a dead end. Oh, I had, so um, good, I had, I had one or two good questions potentially. <laughs> well, Siobhan's, Siobhan's got a question. If you want to um, pose your possible, no, I, I trust Siobhan to have a good question. It's it's it, you're you're perfectly allowed to um, confer. Piotr, what do you think? Well, my question was going to be whether that particular clan had any kind of rituals dedicated to either self-sacrifice in the pursuit of like transcendence or uh, anything to do with immolation or fire in general. That was going to be my question. Oh my god, twinsies. (laughs) (laughs) I wish to ask, does Clan MacLeod of Lewis engage in their mysticism with uh, fire or sacrifice? Um... In short, no. Um, it's a bit, it's a bit much for them. Uh, however, um, their motto is "I burn while I watch." I burn, but I am not consumed. So this guy just took that very literally. Um, I, uh, I'm, I'm relying on this translation, um, though I cannot, for the life of me, work out what language it is in. Is um, I'm relying Gallic? on this. At Scott's Gallic, I think. No, it is not. Um, oh, or is it just Scots English? Yeah, is it just Old Scots? Yeah, I think it must be Old Scots. Um, it is definitely... Uh, well, I don't know what it is. And I cannot for the life of me find um, too much about it. But I think that is a nice point to leave it there with I burn, but I am not consumed. Um... And so to end our our double session, um, as is being experienced, but as we have played um, at once, uh, we shall do the final, um, the end session questions to determine prestige and advancement. So I will pose you three questions, and for each yes that you can answer, um, I will give you a point of prestige. Um, So firstly, have you defeated or neutralized an ally of the demon's hand? No, they got their ass kicked. Wait, no. 
We don't know where it went. Did we neutralize it by trapping it inside the furnace? Mm. Don't think so. No. <laughs> Second <laughs> question. Have you learned a new detail that may lead you closer to the demons? Yes. Yeah. Easy one. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. What question? What what answers? What have you learned? Uh, we learned that they're uh, linked to that the dead man is linked to the uh, to a very specific clan that has some sort of burning history with fire that we can explore. We've also learned that it's um, not a burning magic; it's a withering magic. So that's a bit more specific. And it's folklorically linked. Plenty. Plenty. Have you gained a new and useful ally in your fight against the demon's hand? Constable Constable Morton. Absolutely. And um, my rat friend with the unpronounceable name. I'm not I'm not <laughs> counting your rat Does friend. Does my rag well, uh, Clearly <laughs> he's very useful, so he- it was it was useful in one instance, but I I I'll be surprised if you Aww. see him again. Because my flash mob, uh, I would not be. I would not be. Okay, Can I have my flash right. mob? <laughs> um, you're still developing your cult, but I think that very much the leader of the Constabulary of Bristol faction, uh, Jenny Morton, um, is a very good ally to have uh, developed. So that is yeah. two prestige for you all. Hey, what's everybody yeah. on now? 16. 16. 27. It is worth noting that while while we are playing for the first time publicly, these characters are mostly old. <laughs> My prestige is at two. She is fresh. Unlike, yeah. Uh, Tanazat, however. New. What's, what's uh, Eli 19 at? now. 19? That means Yay, you've gone up a rank. Four. Um, do I get good? We can we can do that off camera, um, but yeah, um, very good. Oh, Jude, uh, what are you on now? Piotr um, and Judah. Judah's in between two different campaigns, so I am not. I'm going to sum up the, the total prestige when both are finished. But currently, forty-seven. Forty. Yeah, so you're still a ways off rank seven, um, but. Uh, I imagine between the two, you'll definitely get there. And Piotr? 27. 27. So close to rank five. Literally one prestige oh. off. If you, if, 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 um, only you had uh, if done Jude had got that in cleaver the in the head. Yeah. Uh, if, if, if we managed to kill the whatever in the furnace. You've let me down. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely. All right, let's, uh, let's wrap on up for today then. Um, so a special thanks to Tasha Soffler and Oscar Russell, uh, Tasha for the music uh, for the podcast, and Oscar for the um, brilliant designs through Watchtower Design. We'll be playing another session again soon. Um, in the meantime, you can find us at Demonology RPG. Uh, that's D-A-E-I-E uh, instead of the Y. Um, Demonology RPG at Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Reddit. Yep. There needs to be a Reddit uh, jingle for spelling that correctly. <laughs> Mm. Oh, believe me, I have thought long and hard about how to say the spelling of demonology without going like, alright, so look, there's D, there's AE, and then just spell monology, and then IE is don't don't, don't, don't put a Y. Cool. Cool. Pew, pew, pew. You set that to a tune. I think we should do that. We should do that as like a spike. Like they do on radios. And, get, and get we can it, play uh, that in every bit of dead silence. And get it followed by this and like... <laughs> <laughs>
This this is this is descended in a nice way. Let's 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 finish. Lovely. Thanks, guys. Bye bye. Bye. Stop recording!